What up, creators? Before we hop into this episode, I want to remind you about our community at jointhehomies.com. The homies are the squad of legends who support what we do here at Black Window Cream so we can continue to build this platform into the best educational space for content creators on earth. And in return for that support, we give you a bunch of sick perks all month long, like access to our live stream tutorials and hangouts, bonus podcast episodes, and so much more. Check us out at jointhehomies.com. Let's go! And we are back with another Morning Roast edition of the Black and No Cream podcast, where every Wednesday morning we deep dive into creative topics with the goal of giving you a daily dose of motivation and inspiration. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Real, First World. This right here, my co-host, David Malave. What's up, Dave? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm fucking all jacked up on the caffeine. We're drinking that liquid crack, you know what I'm we saying? Are. We are indeed. Um, today's topic is how to start a podcast. Um, a lot of people have been asking, and I see it in the community all the time, and obviously we have a podcast, so a lot of people hit us up to see how to start podcasts and what gear you need, and um, we thought it would be important to sit down and discuss that. I know that a lot of you listening are not interested in starting a podcast probably per se that was dave's concern about doing this from the jump um but what was my point <laughs> what was my point about that well your point friend uh no nah, i think uh i think we can spin this in a way where it's like you know a podcast is a venture that you're starting and you know you have an idea and you want to like put it in motion and sometimes it's hard to like get the train rolling and i feel like through listening to the story of how this podcast was started and like advice of how to start a podcast you can kind of take that and 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 alter it to like whatever venture you want to start, whether it's, you know, any type of YouTube channel or, you know, anything that involves like just getting off the ground. So, yeah, for sure. Um, so we'll dive into that. We'll dive into the logistics of how we do the podcast and how we did the podcast on a shoestring budget. Um, what we have now and some other shit like that. But if it's your first time tuning into the podcast, you're probably wondering, what the fuck is Black With No Cream? Great question. Black With No Cream is the illest educational resource for content creators fueled by caffeine. Or at least I take my coffee Black With No Cream, but you can drink or not drink whatever caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our community. We have thousands of members from all around the world working together by sharing content, asking for feedback, passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of pushing each other to become the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join our private group if you want to by going to bwnc.com slash join. We would love to fucking have you. Please join. And without further ado, I bring to you this morning roast episode in the second most epic podcast intro ever created right motherfucking now. Welcome to the morning roast, a place where you will get the most info from a deep dive into the topics that really need Take some fucking notes, you bitch. All right, uh, we're back. Um, today is tight because Tory Lanez is live streaming his quarantine radio, so we just have that up here. I don't know if you're watching on YouTube, but there's just a fat ass twerking right now in the stream, in the stream but we felt like it was appropriate to leave it up. Um, podcast, man. I I think that, yeah, like, like Dave said in the intro, I, I the analogy I always use is my friend. I remember when I was trying to learn how to skateboard, and I wanted to drop in on the half pipe and I was afraid as fuck to drop in on the half pipe and I had my skateboard there on the edge of the coping. I had my foot out there. I just couldn't lean forward and drop in and I was afraid to like commit to something new. And my homie Jason told me that if you just stare at it forever, you're never going to do it because you're just going to build up too much fear and then you'll never drop in. So I dropped in, I fell 
It didn't hurt that bad. I got up and did it again, and I fucking was a fire ass skater. And then I went to the X Games, won three gold medals, and now I do and then, this podcast. And then, and then you 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 broke both your legs. <laughs> and then I broke, shout out to the uh, real bros of Simi Valley. Um, no, but I think I think the concept of starting something that you're nervous to start, or we've all had those those ideas in our heads, like man, it would be cool to start. Uh, new activity, like for instance, I would love to go camping, especially now during quarantine. I would like to figure out the gear to buy and I started doing the research and that's cool and I want to pull the trigger and fucking go out in the wilderness and try to see if I can rock it out with some bears. But it, you know, it just takes a leap and I think that that's what this episode can tell you about is um, that's something that everyone should think of if you're trying, if you think you could get into photography or you want to get into shooting videos for weddings or something, you've never done it before. There's a way to always pull the trigger on something and we just want to encourage you to take the risk or take the, you know, the leap of faith in yourself as a creative to go out and try some shit that's new, I guess. And that's kind of how this podcast started. Cause this is before I knew Dave when I started the podcast. And obviously we've heard before, like why look at that. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can see this on YouTube. Tori Lanes has been uh, fucking putting on this crazy twerk contest on his Instagram live called quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. And so we're a fan. We're a fan. Um, Nah, so I think like when you, when we got to the point where I was like, yo, I've been having really cool conversations with people. I realized that that could be a podcast format. I was a fan of listening to podcasts. It was a great way to pass time. I learned a lot. I felt like there was a way to provide education out to out there to the creative community that I hadn't found yet at the time. So that was kind of the gap I was filling. So first and foremost, when you're starting a podcast, I think it's important to uh, figure out like what it, what are you exploring? You know what I mean? It's so important. Even when we started the morning roast and you can weigh in on like how you felt like it was different from what we were doing already. It's important to kind of know the avenue you're trying to create and how it's going to differ or relate to people or why people would want to tune in in the first place. You agree? Yeah. I think that's probably the biggest thing, you know, cause like, I feel like the, probably the biggest thing with the podcast, um, and everyone wanting to start one is like, everyone's like, okay, so I'm going to interview, you know, like really successful people and like have them tell their stories. And like, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And that's what everyone does. But mm-hmm. there's not anything different, but it's like trying to find that like niche audience you're serving or like what's different about my podcast. What's like a, a hole in the market that I'm filling right. that makes me unique that I'm going to like be the, the, like the one podcast in that space. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause like, you know what I mean? If, there's Joe Rogan, right? Or whatever. Let's say you're Joe Rogan. Like you're trying to do the same thing Joe Rogan does, but Joe Rogan is Joe Rogan. But it's like here, us, it's like, yeah, we're interviewing creatives and you have, you know, Joe Rogan does that. You are successful people. You have Joe Rogan does that. You have, um, you know, anybody to say Gary Vee does that, whatever. But for us, it's like, okay, we felt like, or you at that point, but we've built this into something where it's like, we feel like there's no podcast that's interviewing the type of people that we're interviewing for the type of audience that we're, making our podcast for right which which we feel like it's like is an advantage right mm-hmm. and so trying to find that is probably important yeah um, no it is and i think also uh piggybacking off that it's like i think that everyone thinks that they have to have a podcast that's getting dumb views too like there's niche audience as audiences out there like i remember uh i got really into fpv drones and i was a fan of it but i never owned any of it so i was starting to pay attention to a lot of youtube channels and shit on how to get into the hobby and all this stuff this is mad years ago this is when i was like moving lauren out and i remember driving lauren from iowa to la moving all of our shit out here like whenever she'd like fall asleep i had the airpod in or my headphones and just like tuning into this fpv racing podcast that probably didn't get a shit ton of views but the conversations were so interesting to me because it was teaching me and giving me insight on something incredibly valuable um which for anyone out there that's not interested in starting a podcast 
use them as a tool for learning. Obviously, if you're listening to this, that's a great start because we feel like we provide a lot of education here, but there's so many different things you can learn about shit out there. I, I guarantee you there's probably fire camping podcasts out there. There's probably podcasts about podcasts. There's probably there's probably pod- podcasts about starting a podcast. There is. I honestly feel like that's probably, you probably want to go that route first. Like I, if I was starting a podcast, I'd rather be something about like a passionate podcast about something unique and like uh, differentiated and like focused right. versus like, I'm going to start some broad <laughs> podcast. Cause who are you attacking? Who are you like, who are you going to reach right. when it's just like, I'm about everything. Yeah. It's like, no, like what are you about? And then find that and, and become really long, good at that. Does it have longevity too? It's right. like, how can, do you want to create something that's on the fly? Cause you see a lot of like networks, like HBO started advertising it that they have their own podcast, like uh, the McMillions documentary that came out on HBO, it's like six episodes. Then they had the McMillions podcast and they played it off of, uh, it was only for, the podcast is like a certain amount of episodes. You know, there's a lot of like crime shows that come out and the podcast is just 12 episodes. That's it, when it's done, it's done. And it just tells a story. And that's well, really that's, interesting. That's another format now that's, yeah. I told you about when uh, Jay Balvin, Spotify did one. Right. There's uh, The Ringer, who I'd been telling you about, they just, Spotify just bought the podcast network and they do a really good job of like, the podcast they've have a normal podcasts that come out regularly and then they also have done you know series so for example it's like you know there's a rewatchables just based on star wars and it's like a series so obviously it's a finite end but mm-hmm. it's like you know one every movie has its own full-fledged episode or they'll have an episode that's based on one character right or whatever or you can tell instead of like writing a book you could tell the stories in chapters <coughs> in an audio format you know and right. have and then the podcast can just be like a body of work and like necessarily that. maybe isn't serial like you can continue it for years and years and years but it's like a new form of like putting something out there so even if you don't like you could create a body of work that's a you know a 10-part podcast that you put together you script whatever you shoot um which i think you could for a lot of us creators out there in the community trying to find work and and also like find uh uh you know new avenues to create revenue yeah okay cool if i'm a videographer in my town and i go and shoot like for a lot of restaurants or real estate or whatever you could pitch your client on creating a limited series about say real estate, say one of your clients is a real estate agent and you could talk about real estate and you could really dive deep into like X, Y, Z about real estate that pe- that they know they're, that people that are searching for new homes would want to hear these answers from these people. Cool. We put it in a four part episode podcast. You charge your client X amount of dollars that can live there forever. They may need to update that in the future. So they'll come back to you to reshoot it. That's a creative way to find work. Yeah, that's fire. We, we I love that. Yeah, that's, I'm glad we, went that way with this because we, we didn't really know what the fuck we didn't talk about. <laughs> well, okay. So I, I'll lead you. So yeah. then, so, because this is probably Here. the most important part. This is the most important part. Yeah. Uh, and probably everything that everyone gets paralyzed with this, the same thing with photography, videography, whatever, right? You decide you want to shoot videos. You decide you want to start a podcast and you're like, fuck, what do I need to do it? Mm-hmm. And then you, especially as a personality, uh, get paralyzed in those moments because you start thinking, what is all the gear in the world that exists and what's the best podcast gear that I could possibly have and let me go watch you know 85 reviews of every mic and every camera and every soundboard mm. and every recorder and all this stuff so when you started a podcast and you're sitting there and you're like I need to get gear you're, you're you know I can't remember where you lived at that point like yeah. what's going through your head and what were some of the limitations that was stopping you from like really getting off the ground uh first foremost it was not knowing my budget, right? Cause this was a hobby. Me thinking Black Window Cream all started as just like a side project to try to give back. So there was no budget behind it. There was no way that I was making money off of any of it. And so I was like, all right, how much do I really want to spend to fucking do this extra thing for people that I don't know? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was such yeah. a weird reason. I don't know. I just did it. But uh, right away I was like, how can I do it? Cause I know 
I do videos for a living, but to me, podcasting, I'm an audio only fan. Like I, I consume audio unless it's like turning on the breakfast club and I, I let it be up on the TV while I clean or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's the sure. only time. And I like to sometimes put a face to the name or see like what they're wearing or the way they react to certain things. But other than that, I'm an audio guy. So when I listen to podcasts, I'm like, I want to make sure my interviews are fire. You know what I mean? And also make sure I, I have quality. And at the time I, I knew I was going to do in-person interviews. I could have done it through Skype or some of that shit, but I didn't. I felt like the disconnect is is too big there when you, it's just not a genuine conversation when you can't really be in a room and vibe with someone like we do here versus being able to hop on a call and do like a two hour interview about someone's full life and they have the distractions around them of their home or their dog or their whatever the fuck. Um, so for me it was audio and I, I had a Zoom H H4 audio recorder that I had for years. I've had that since even when I lived in Iowa, just a simple four channel audio recorder. So I knew I had that and I could record um, like a few ways. And I, I looked into, you know, microphones and I wanted these mics, but these were $400 a piece. We're using Shure SM, uh, what the fuck are these? 7Bs, I think. Yeah, SM7, Shure 7, SM7Bs is what we have now. This was my dream mic because all radio shows use these mics and these are like the go for podcasting mics. Uh, and this is not sponsored, but, you know, fucking throw a bag. <laughs> uh, but at the time I didn't have that. So I ended up getting uh, my friend Lewis House, who I was doing a documentary on him. He has a fantastic podcast called The School of Greatness. And he was using these headsets with the microphone on them. And that if you go back to the first like what, like 80 podcast episodes we did, we used yeah, those a long time, for a long fucking time. And I love those because multiple reasons. One, they were... I want to say they were $200 a piece. So you're getting the headphone and the microphone with the cable built in so that it can go right into a Zoom audio recorder uh, for 200 bucks, where this microphone alone is $400. That microphone's $400 uh, new plus tax and shit. And then, um, and then you'd have to get headsets, which these are like 100 or something like that each. So you end up spending a lot of money when you upgrade to that. But with the headset and the microphone combined, I was able to kill two birds with one stone at a budget and it sounded fine. Um, and it, I loved it because when we do these interviews, and you, you, Dave's always sitting right there when I'm interviewing someone else, and someone will start getting away from the mic, and they start talking like this, and then they're really far away, and they're comfortable, and I'm always trying to get them to come back so we can hear them like this. When you had the headset mic, it was really cool because whenever they turned their head or they had a thought and they continued to talk, you never lost the audio direction because the mic was right there glued to their face. So even if they leaned back, the mic came with them. That was a really cool feature to that. Now we have this desk. Um, before it was a range of places, but now we have the desk. So it's kind of like, you're kind of stuck here. We still have that. We deal with it, but I'm better at like telling someone to come forward and not feeling like I'm going to embarrass them or some shit if they do that, you know? Right. Um, so then in that moment, I feel like the first thing that's most important probably is like, yeah, you got to figure out your budget, obviously. Cause if you have a thousand dollars to spend, it's a way different scenario. If you have like zero dollars to spend, right? right? Cause you can do anything from record audio on your iPhone to getting a, a you know, the headphone mic to getting something like this. Mm -hmm. But I think, probably the first thing that's most important, if you would agree, is like audio is the most important. So like, yeah, you might want a video element to your, to your podcast, but like if you had to choose between buying three cameras and getting a legit mic to make the audio sound good, that's probably the most important thing, yeah, right? Sure. Because you can always throw three iPhones up <laughs> mm -hmm. until you can upgrade the cameras, but the audio is what people are gonna, like, is what people are gonna be listening to. Right. And for us, at the beginning, you know, when I first started, with the podcast, you know, there was an iPhone like clamped to the table. Yep. There was like, uh, and then a dad cam and then like a so, GoPro. So I had, or like one GoPro. And even before that, and I want to go, so those headsets I got, 
when we talk about budget, the budget for this was no budget and I didn't want to spend too much money. I found someone off Craigslist that had two of them, four of them actually. He had four of these headphones with the microphone. And like I said, they're like 200 some new and I got them for a hundred each. So I went and bought two of them. My homie Travis Lloyd has a podcast and he wanted some. So I bought two for him and shipped them to Iowa because he couldn't find them any cheaper than that. So I got both headsets for 200 bucks total, which was sick. And then um, when we started recording, I could give two fucks less if the video worked. And if you watch any of the early recordings, the first one's Justin O'Dee show. That episode was three hours long because I was so nervous about making sure the right, you know, I, I, I did a good job interviewing him. But I had a GoPro and I think my 5D Mark III set up. So my 5D Mark III ran out after 30 minutes. The GoPro eventually died. So it's basically two of the same angles, just really wide ass angles. No, I think by the middle of it, uh, we like we had to cut it and then it said like, sorry, my the I, camera died. Like, and I did that multiple times. I just put a card in YouTube that says, sorry, the camera died. I'm working to make sure this is better for you. <laughs> that was well, yeah, it. That was all me. Yeah. So we just had that card pop up and we're like, sorry, because we didn't even use the video until I worked with Dave. Right. So for the, those who the don't file, know, Dave, the files yeah, were cut the podcast at right. the beginning. And so I just had files saved, but we never made video elements. It was just like audio only. You know what I mean? I right. only just uploaded. And to then Pod we tried to, and then we went back at one point and that's and, where we had to like, you could really see the growth. And yeah, then I, can. I feel like th that's probably the coolest part about the conversation of this podcast, because from the jump, like it's not like the branding was locked. Nope. Like, uh, we had the, this logo. That was it. Yeah. That's all the, the branding was locked in terms of like, yeah. what is black with no cream? But like, you know, everything from the thumbnails to whatever, to the concept, to the intros, mm -hmm. to the way that we did anything, it was just super raw. But was what was amazing was that it just got started, right. right? And as it got, the ball got rolling, there was an audience that was growing. And then over time, we've like continued to evolve and we still have so many things we need to work on. Yeah. But I feel like the most beautiful part about that is when starting a podcast or anything was like, you know, just get it, just get going. Just get you know started. what I mean? Just throw the iPhone up. And if you have the conversation, if you have like the topic or the people that are interested, then the, but when the ball gets rolling, you can like move fast and break things. It's like a, something I like to, yeah. to go back to where it's like, you just get going. Like we all the time are struggling with like, um, halting things because we want them to be perfect. And mm -hmm. that's like one of my biggest weaknesses maybe is like, I think it's everyone's yeah, as a creative. It's like you, you're like, no, this, I can't, this can't go out because right. it has to be perfect. And I feel like one of the biggest growths we've had in black window cream is like letting things move and then fixing them as we go. Right. Because like the thing we want is momentum and consistency and you can't halt that by like, oh, we can't release this because the thumbnail isn't perfect or, um, the intro wasn't ideal. So let's record it again and like waste time yeah. or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we did that. If yeah. I would have, if we would have waited to get it perfect, I wouldn't have justified spending money on the right gear that I needed to make it perfect. And then I wouldn't have started anything. And I think even back, I remember being like, Oh, I want to start a YouTube channel. And I'm like, I need to have the vlog camera. I need to have this, this thing yeah, and all yeah. this shit. And then you wait to get it. And then even when I get it, I barely did it. You know what I mean? Right. It's it like, doesn't you change just, anything. it's excuses. And for me, it was important to just make sure the audio was fire. And I, to circle back on the audio for people who are really on a budget, even my friend Marcus Frisky, uh, who will be on the Quarantine and Chill episode soon, whenever we get a, uh, when I can get him, he would take his phone and he bought a like sixty dollar um, microphone USB thing that you'd plug into the tip of the phone, and he would record. He started a podcast where he would just talk for like twenty minutes, giving advice to like gamers and shit because he's uh he's the head of social at EA, so he has a lot of advice for people like that, and he would just plug that thing in, go sit in his car and record the audio of him talking for 15 minutes. And then I think directly uploaded that straight to like Lisbon or whatever the fuck. And that is how 
how stripped it can be if you know that you have the right conversation that people are going to want to listen to. You do not need all of the bells and whistles. It doesn't even need to have that microphone. You could literally pull out your voice notes on your phone, the iPhone voice notes, just go sit somewhere quiet and just talk to that, test it a couple of times, see how far you have to have it from your face. Um, but leave it alone and just talk into it like a regular microphone. And that quality is fine because if your message is strong enough, people will listen. We just had an, an issue with the quarantine chill last weekend and wait, what this comes out this Wednesday, right? Yeah, it's out. Yeah. So, so with Kai's episode, the audio, it was a fucking nightmare on zoom. It was just for some reason I couldn't, his AirPods were fucked. And then, uh, when he took them off and we were through the thing, it was an issue, right? But the conversation is so strong that I guarantee you anyone who starts listening to it will pile plow through the audio issues to get the nuggets of information out of there. And that's, what's important. So, um, you can bootstrap it to that point. And for us, it was like, all right, cool. I had the, I had the, the, the normal things, just the, the two headphones and this, and I could sit down with people and then my environment would change. And so I first was in my, uh, the room I actually slept on the floor in for a long time at Andrew's house upstairs. I recorded in there so I could have like a coffee table to sit at. And I did the first few episodes in there. And then I moved it down to, um, an apartment downstairs in the same house and did it at my kitchen table and Lauren like painted her wall blue. There was no like design. I think, I think I even at one point tried to like put a PNG in between me and the person on the wall to look like this does right. now, which is crazy. You know, it was like that. And then, then I ended up, we ended up with WeWork office and I paid for this WeWork office so I could use their boardrooms and I'd have all these issues of like having to, every time I did an interview, I had to bring in the shit that I had to set it up and try to, to use this boardroom. And then I'd have a terrible echo or people would be walking by distracting us all the time. There was all these, and I kept being like, oh man, I just want my own fucking spot. Like I can't wait. And that was early to the point where moved to another apartment, did it out of my kitchen again, still kept hating it. And then eventually we finally pulled the trigger and we're able to move in here. Shout out to the Patreon people who have fucking supported us and allowed us to do this shit so far. Um, but now we have a room and we were able to paint the wall and have an aesthetic and we finally, and this is what I wanted. I wanted to be able to walk into a place and quick play. Did that stop me because I didn't have it before? No. Did the episodes still come out and were successful? I'd say so. Like they got the, they got views and people listened to it and the feedback was great. And that's why we're here today on episode like 100 and some shit and on our way to 200 episodes. You know what I mean? Like over 200,000, just in audio downloads and shit. That's incredible for a podcast that I think serves a lot of uh, people in education. That's what's cool about it. But gear wise, when it comes to gear, I would say start with what you have, work with what you have and then grow into the next level of it. You just have to kind of find your path and like, why is it worth it to invest it? Cause you yeah, know me, I want to have fucking three C three hundreds in here. Yeah. And, and that's, t that's like 30 grand. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that, that would probably not be smart too. I feel like you kind of prove it's like with anything, with any business we try to do it with, with black and cream too. It's like you, you grow into what investments that you need, you know? Mm -hmm. So you start with what's necessary. Audio is cool. You know what I mean? And have a place that people can feel comfortable or whatever. And right. then keep moving. Like, yeah, we would have loved to have this from the jump. That wouldn't, that wouldn't have made any sense. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it slowly became a thing. Like slowly it was dad cams. Then we started, started shooting on A7S. Then we, you know, finally got here and then we got the decal and then we got these arms. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. it keeps, and then we got these lights and the lights change things. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, and it's a slow process, you know, but that's kind of like the cool thing. We've always said that, like, if you look back, if you go to our YouTube channel and you look back, you'll see <coughs> the progression of like, not only the way the audio sounds, but how the video looks, the locations of where we were at, you know what I mean? The aesthetic of the podcast. The one thing that we've always like, for sure tried to stick to is the consistency part of it. And we did that all last year, obviously tour kind of like kept us off. We were like, no matter what, we got to keep moving. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like 
the numbers might not hit some weeks after another and you really learn to like you you want you want to judge the numbers and you want to be analyzing numbers because they tell you something like did you promote it correctly are you are you not picking the right guess uh you know maybe you're not dropping at the right time like there's all these analyzing things that we're always doing right but also it's like those things can't paralyze you and you have to keep moving forward and if you look back there you know some episodes hit some episodes don't maybe at the beginning they weren't hitting and i can't even remember they were all doing well at the right. beginning but like the point is that we just kept moving kept moving and and things start to snowball you hope and uh and like there's so much more to it obviously because there's the starting the podcast and running it mm-hmm. the actual like the creating the file and putting it somewhere and titling it or whatever but then you have like okay how you how are you getting the message out about your podcast? How are you promoting it? Right. How are you are you cutting social clips? Where are those going? How are you messaging it? Like this is a whole uh, there's a whole have. different beast that it really turns into like the real <laughs> job of managing it. You know. Right. And I think that that's important too is being able to create your marketing strategy. Like, what is your ideal way to market this content? Like for me, when I got started, I'm like, okay, cool. I'll uh, I'll make custom album artworks for each person's episode. And I remember they were so fucking trash. It was so <laughs> funny, but I, because I'm always joking, like, you know, this podcast is always me fucking being dumb. And at the beginning, I remember I'd put like fire behind everyone because I thought it was funny. Like, you know, it was like Adam DeGrosse and it'd just be like fire and Post Malone in the fire and yeah, like yeah. people that he's worked with and it just looked terrible. But to me, I'm like, oh, cool. I'll make that and I'll send it to them and then they're going to post that they're on this podcast and then no one would post about it. And then, and then I'm like, Oh yeah. Cause it's not always a, like their feed might not be a joke or their feed might not resonate with that. And we've learned a lot about this. It's like, all right, we always are trying to figure out what is it that our, our, uh, our guests will share because guest sharing, <clears throat> sorry, I don't know what's going on with my throat. Guest sharing is one of the most important parts of all of this when it comes to the marketing element of it. So we've tested all kinds of things. We've created little social snippets. We've now created Instagram stories and we have a whole new template that is for just stories. We have one for IGTV. We have one for Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we tried with, um, captions. We've tried without captions. We've, sorry guys, we've done a lot of different testing and, and trying to see, all right, maybe for me, I knew one of the biggest problems and Dave, we both knew that when we would make the podcast in my kitchen at that time, a lot of people wouldn't share it. Some people would, and some people wouldn't. And it's because we interview a lot of creatives. Uh, when you're a creative, your Instagram is your fucking resume. So you have an aesthetic to it. And if you go and post a grimy ass kitchen with fucking yellow lighting and, and just shitty quality video, like no, even if no matter how dope of whatever you say is there, they're not gonna wanna share that shit. And before it would just be that, it would just be us talking and then it was done. And then we're like, okay, what if we overlay that with content of them and we started switching to that. And then when I upgraded this to the office and we're like, all right, cool, we need to paint a wall and have an aesthetic. Now this shit looks official. Cause if I go walk in and record an interview with Joe Schmo and his, uh, at a coffee shop and he's asking me some questions or in his, in his living room, we're just sitting on the couch and it's just kind of like a college apartment. Yeah, that's cool. I'll be on your podcast. I'll sit down and I record it with them and they love it because they got to interview me, et cetera. And then when they send me, Hey, the podcast came out and they sent me the clips. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But that shit does like, I don't want to really like, that doesn't look that good. But now if I walk into the breakfast club or I walk in, I'm on any other podcast that has created, if I, Joe Rogan, even his it's not like his footage is groundbreaking. His spot looks crazy, but it's a, it's a setup. Like you understand that that's that setup. And now you want to be a part of that setup. Um, you're more inclined to share that shit. Cause it's like a honor to be in that. And you've created a, a, a honor type vibe where people will be like, wow, this is really cool. Whenever we have people come in here now, they're like, damn, this is sick. Like 
this is for your fucking podcast. But yeah, we put a lot of time and energy and worked really hard to get to the point where we could get the, I mean, it sounds so stupid to say we got a table and uh, the table is like part of the scene now and this wall and this gray color and the way we try to light it. And we're not even fucking really killing it. Like we don't, we know we could be way more uh, better, yeah. better with our lighting, but we just found something that works so we can get, cause we're still working on shoestring. Like it's just us. We have just the small squad and there's only, there's only so much we can do every day. But, it is the fact that people walk in, they're impressed, they see it, they like it. When we cut the, the socials now, we're getting the illest part. Like Dave spends a lot of fucking time with Nico and the rest of the team being able to like carve these um, sections from a whole long interview and dial it in so that that one snippet could really impact not only the person listening, but make the person that was in our the chair right here fucking share it on their socials. And it's a challenge sometimes. Some people just have so much going on and they don't do it. I just had the illest video made about me uh, from, uh, what's homeboy's name? Dilad. Yeah, uh, he for uh, Shadow Lion Productions. He came in, did this video on me for this app, asked me if he could do it. I, it's not like I was seeking this out, but it was just like, yo, I wanna come fly to LA, follow you around, blah, 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 shot it, it was cool. And he finished it. The video is incredible, incredible. Like, should post it right away. I've forgotten so many times that he texts me like, yo, bro, you're gonna post it? This is great content. It's great content for my feed. It looks amazing. I look cool. I just forgot. So imagine every other creative, like that's part of the problem is that everyone's so busy. There's so much going on. I text you and I say, yo, hey, we made these really cool socials that we spent the last two days putting together for you. Could you post this on your feed? Blah, blah, blah. Tell them that's here and here. And they're like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then they another text comes up. They get into that text. And the next thing you know, they're into a project and they forget that they even saw your text in the first place. And so it's our job now to try to like follow up with these people, make sure that we can try to get them. And that's just one part of the marketing. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of things that you have to deal with on the backside of podcasting to grow your podcast. But the most important part is getting them the thing that they think is going to be, that is a valuable piece, which is making sure your show really cracks off. Like make sure your show really provides value, really stimulates a listener and and, and then naturally everyone's going to want to follow suit with it. But it is I an think, interesting. I think one thing that when I look back, um, I realized that it would have been way more valuable if we did it way further in the past was um, really like honing in, like literally if you're starting a podcast or anything really like a YouTube channel, let's say there's, they're right. great, they're great comparisons because it's like you're creating a concept, you're creating like a niche and you're trying to reach an audience, trying to grow an audience, right? <laughs> it's like, really sitting down and being like, okay, there's my podcast name. What is my, what's the description of my podcast? What's the purpose of this podcast? Right. Like, what do we do? Who do we serve? What are you going to expect? When are we dropping? Right. You know what I mean? Uh, like, um, who, who, what type of people do we interview? What's our ideal audience member? You know what I mean? For us, it's creatives, it's freelancers, it's video people, photo people, designers, music people. We know what that is. We know who we're trying to reach. We're trying to reach people who are aspiring to, aspiring or already trying to uh, make a full-time living, uh, you know, chasing their dreams, work on creative things, uh, you know, work with brands, music, right. artists, all that stuff. That's the people we're talking to. And we know our purpose. It's, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? To like help you guys, help people who listen, get inspired, get educated, um, you know, grow your career, learn things that, uh, from places that you can't find elsewhere. And right. so when we really came, became honed, honed with that and like the message in terms of like how we describe our podcast, I feel like it became a lot easier to, because you need that. You need that. And if you're going to put that in descriptions, if you're going to put that on your website, if you're right. someone's going to ask you, Hey, can you be on my podcast? What's your podcast about? Like, you got to tell them for right. real. Like, yeah, what is your sure. podcast? Like make them understand what it is because that's important too. Like 
oh, can you be my podcast? Yeah, we just like interview people and stuff. Right. Um, and I do interviews all the time. Yeah, it's all like, time. No, like, can we interview? Like, we like our podcast is for creators. We we love to get back to the community, right? Inspire them with your story. Like, I know it'd be amazing. And they're like, oh yeah, I, I care about that. Right. You know what I mean? And, and like, it gets things people going. And I feel like we didn't it do also, that till literally. Yeah, like, we truly sat down and really did it. Like I think the top of this year, top of this year, or maybe maybe the end of last year, maybe yeah, the end so. of last year we did it. Um, but it was something that was sitting there because it's so important, and it also like it's the same thing as starting a business plan for a business. In my opinion, yes. no, like, you have to. Yeah, like, it's you like can't start you, businesses without that, right? And so we kind of reverse engineered this one, but the whole idea is like when you start a business, you have a clear mission of like this is who we are, this is what we create, this is our product, here's our market, here's our whatever, mm-hmm. right? And you have to have that same mindset with the podcast or anything because you want to have a direction. Like if you start a podcast about pizza, right? And then three episodes in, all of a sudden you guys are talking about football, right? Right. Like that might be your vibe. And if your vibe from the jump is we're going to bring in pop culture and we're going to bring in this and that, then you have to like be clear with that from the jump. But if you're a sports podcast and then all of a sudden you're talking about, you know, drag racing. Yeah. Drag racing. Like you're not like sports. I thought you said pizza. Sports, well, I'm I'm changing my examples all the time. <laughs> if you start talking about movie reviews, well, yeah, I'm just like, saying, what the fuck? But like from the jump, if if I'm subscribing to a podcast and it's because there's plenty of pop culture podcasts, like Ringer does this a lot, where it's like, you know, you're listening to this and it's going to be sports, but they might also interview a movie director and they right. might talk about media right. and they might talk about whatever. And I love that about the podcast, but I'm also expecting it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm coming there for sports content and three weeks in a row, you give me like some random stuff. I'm like, yo, what the hell? I want to know what, you know what I mean? It's interesting because I like, I love, you know. Joe Rogan's podcast, he's, he always, he's the goat and has been fucking number one since forever. And he talks to such a range of people because he's so interested in every person's story and shit. And it's interesting. Like when I have time to listen to podcasts and I hope that this is kind of how black on cream is. It's like, to me, I, I can go to his channel and pick any one of those because he's kind of like a person I trust to talk to someone that has something yeah, like interesting he, to Those tell. people wouldn't be on his show unless they, they had something like of high really value to offer his audience. Yeah. And so when you when I go, I could just hit play on any of them and tune in. And it's even better when I can like kind of scrub through the last 20 episodes and be like, oh, I know that person. I start there. And then if I run out of other shit to listen to, I could be like, all right, let's see who these other people are. And I know a lot of people discover people that are on our show, obviously our audience discovers a lot of cool talent out there that they didn't know. And I think that's because they've built a trust with me and you to be able to say like, all right, when they go to Black Window Cream, they know what Black Window Cream's goals are and the people that we have on here, the type of interviews we do and the information that they're gonna get out of that person. And that's super, super fucking crucial. And nice. I, we never really, like you said, it was a, it was like not a joke, but it was like a, just a hobby no, thing we, I started. No, we, we had it, but it's not like, it's like something different when you like really sit down and put it on paper right. and yeah. say, this is who we are. Right. You know what I mean? This is where, and like you put it there and you, and you, you can have a mission. Right. I feel like, but yeah, that, that is super important. I feel like that's, but also like it's, you don't have to, your mission doesn't have to be like, you don't have to be locked into one thing because then you, you get boxed in, but like you also want to know your playground you're playing in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. We've never left our play, playground. We've, right. We've, it's, it's inspiring creatives from all walks of life, from all like uh, paths and, and types of creativity. Right. All with the same purpose. It's like the stories of these people who came from wherever and got to where they are and people who listen to us want to be, want to get the, to, to that those types of places. Right. You know I, what I mean? I think um, to end this, because we're kind of rant, going ham, going super ham. Uh, so getting started, if I were to offer, suggest anyone that's getting started at the lowest budget possible, use your cell phone. 
If you have an audio device, cool. Track on your audio device. If you're looking to do video, start with your cell phone. Like I, like Dave said, I had a GoPro, a 5D, I think. And I think I would even get up during the interview to start and stop it because it could only go 30 minutes. Um, and, and my iPhone. And I would let my iPhone run off in the corner. And it doesn't have to be beautiful. It doesn't, it's not going to be amazing. Like even just one camera, like now we, the a seven S two luckily can get hacked and run forever. So we have a cable running in so that it's the battery will never die and it just runs forever. So we use one camera for this. Um, but start with just, you can just use your phone. You can just go audio only and just spend time. If you have a little bit of money, you can go to fucking fiverr.com and hire someone to make you like an artwork for episodes. Or if you can learn Photoshop, you can create your own little thing to try to like create some sort of style. Um, my homie Scotty perspective collective. He's the one that designed these coffee mugs that I'm holding up right now. Uh, he makes, he's a hand illustrator and he hand illustrates a new piece of artwork every single week for his guests. Like he'll make a custom artwork for that person. Uh, he made that one when I was on the show and then gave it to me as a vector, which was sick. But like think outside of the box to how you can do it, but you can really start this shit with no money if you want to tomorrow, but practice everything we've been talking about this entire episode to start that. Um, if you, Really, want, you know, as you build, buy into lighting, find a way to set up a set. Well, invest in f- sound first. Sound, well, I, yeah, sound, yeah, yeah, sound, sound, obviously. Because you go from your iPhone, yeah. then invest yeah, in progress- mics. Progressively yeah. get better with your, like for us, I love these fucking microphones. Um, we've been using these since uh, the top of the year, basically. I think I pulled the trigger on it, like when we first got into the office spot, maybe a little after. Um, but anyway, we bought these mics. We bought two of them. Then we knew that morning roast would have guests sometimes. So we bought two more off some random sketchy situation outside, but it was dope and we got them and they work fine. Uh, and we saved some money that way. So we got four of these mics. We love these. Um, and we've been recording off the zoom H six for this whole time until recently we just switched to this roadcaster. Um, and we'll put links in the description if you guys want to click and check that shit out. I don't know if we can do affiliate stuff. That'd be so fucking tight though. If we just made some money, you know what I mean? Uh, Rodecaster Pro, we got this. Um, it's cool because it has uh, triggers and shit. You can balance everything. It's way more advanced, but it's definitely, this is built for podcasters. So it's really cool. Um, so we've been using this. We can field phone calls with this through Bluetooth. It's a, It was like a $600 investment, I think. 600 new but for us it was like oh that's cool that's a way for us to take phone calls so really it just you you need to like kind of do your research and spend time looking into like what makes the most sense for you but uh if you have some money just find out what's going to be the best bang for your buck if you don't you that doesn't mean you can't have a podcast that's basically the end goal of all this shit um and what else nothing that's it that basically we kind of we just rambled for however long um yeah but hopefully that was valuable i think it's cool um but yeah, at the end of the day, just fucking start something. Like it doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be super glossy. Even if your audio is trash, it doesn't matter as long as you can have a good conversation. You start and then you get better. I swear to God, go watch episode one. Go watch episode four. Go watch episode fifteen, and then yeah. go to like eighty and yeah. see the difference. It's insane. This podcast growth is fucking wild. We should make like a documentary about it at some point. <laughs> Definitely. But if you're listening to this still and you haven't like watch like episode one through at least 12 like go back because it's, it's, th- it's a throwback not only like in the way it looks but the thumbnails and also the way that ben's talking how the intros are done um yeah we've really perfected er- like it. everything and then you just see like oh they kind of got the shit together we definitely have our shit all the way together now like the 
the we, we still got some of it not together but yeah of course we're always going to be perfectionists and we're always going to want to improve but um you know it's one step at a time but anyway thank you guys for listening uh if you don't fucking subscribe to us don't do that subscribe to us and then uh anything else nothing just new episode of quarantine show this weekend on sunday yeah and uh we'll you'll see at that point when whoever's on there because we're just gonna round up some dope creatives and see you next week ask us questions oh, actually, in the comments actually, if you have questions about podcasting we'll be happy to answer them we and check all the uh, podcast comments. we're still planning this but next weekend we're gonna have you know a cool guest on morning roast that's gonna discuss um everything that has to do with like f- the financial situation and the outlets that you have currently to you know stay secure during these times whether it's you know grants loans um you know stimulus the stimulus package that that you know was passed etc cetera, etc cetera. accounting tips whatever it is so look out for a post for that because we're going to be fielding questions to ask um this accountant that we're bringing on yeah that's gonna be cool um all right dope see you later motherfuckers